0: Z Sports. I'm Zach Bingham. He is our Titans reporter, Sam Phelan. We are A to Z Sports live in in the mornings, and we are powered by BetMGM. We love BetMGM. You should love BetMGM. Download the BetMGM app today. Use the promo code ATOZ Sports. We'll talk about a promo code later on in the show. It is Light the Lamp Wednesday, so we got a, a special Wednesday Shade Day for BetMGM. We love BetMGM. Download that app today. Also, our presenting sponsors, they make things happen for us and for you guys. Also, Wilson County Hyundai. They're one of our presenting sponsors right there. WilsonCountyHyundai.com for your perfect make and model. Farm Bureau Health Plans, FBHP.com slash A to Z is where to go to change your health plan. The Bone and Joint Institute. Don't fumble on your recovery. Visit the Bone and Joint Institute. State-of-the-art facility down there in Franklin, Tennessee. And satellite locations Throughout Middle Tennessee and Houston Coleman, the official injury lawyer of the Tennessee Titans and the official injury lawyer lawyer of A to Z Sports, right here live in the mornings. Sam, let's get to this news. This is, I think, some eye opening stuff. I'll let you take it away with something that Adam Schefter kind of trickled out. You know, you have this lull through the NFL postseason, and it really starts after the divisional round because. You have the lead-up to the AFC Championship and NFC Championship. And then you got two weeks into the Super Bowl, and everybody is scratching and clawing for any type of NFL news for their team or this coming offseason. And Adam Schefter, I did think, dropped something. This is something, not nothing, yesterday when it comes to Aaron Rodgers.
1: Yeah, everybody's kind of just like, you know, looking for anything like you said you know you're just scratching looking for some sort of information that can get you excited for the offseason and this offseason Zach there is a number of massive storylines just kind of falling into our lap and into uh, the NFL's lap which the NFL owns everybody they own every other sports league they're a year-round uh, 24-7 non-stop you mentioned Aaron Rodgers, you mentioned Tom Brady. These are all stories that are going to come to a head on where these major Hall of Fame quarterbacks are going to wind up. And Adam Schefter gave us a little bit of insight um, on Aaron Rodgers' future and where his next team might be. So this, the report, this is Dov Kleiman of NFL, uh, NFL's Dov Kleiman reporting Adam Schefter's Already the news that he broke on NFL Network saying the Packers will not be trading Aaron Rodgers within the NFC conference. They will explore the idea of trading him exclusively to the AFC, exclusively to the AFC. So for a guy that has a lot of guaranteed money left on his deal that you would assume would have to be traded to get out of Green Bay with Jordan Love waiting in the wings with Green Bay, maybe looking to get out from the uh, cap money that they owe him. The AFC seems to be the likely trade destination for Aaron Rodgers.
0: Well, we'll explore, I think, is huge because, and we kind of heard the tone of Aaron Rodgers at the end of the season when they lost to the Lions and, and really their opportunity to make a playoff run. Just his tone and demeanor after that game, you could kind of like, you know, he was soaking it all in. This is maybe his last game at Lambeau as a Green Bay Packer. And so now if the Packers are willing to explore, you could kind of, don't you kind of feel like the last two years that that relationship is, is kind of breaking? Right? No, like, yeah, The, the writing well, I mean, is
1: on the wall a little
0: bit. From
1: the last dance post <laughs> with him and Devontae Adams, and then Devontae Adams not coming back after last season, Aaron kind of running it back and seeing okay let's see what these rookies have to offer and Christian Watson did shine late in the year but got the sense he was a little frustrated with the talent level around him at times and as you mentioned just kind of the the tone of how things ended made it seem like he was done in Green Bay I don't think he's done in general I find it really hard to believe and we'll get into the contract stuff that he would leave almost $100 million in guaranteed money on the table to retire and go do whatever Aaron Rodgers does in the offseason nowadays. But it does feel like he's ready for the next chapter of his adventure. And it feels like the Packers are ready to see what Jordan Love has and kind of move their franchise in the next direction of finding out how they can, you know, build around a new young quarterback. Trying to do what they did with Aaron Rodgers back when the same story played out with Brett Favre.
0: Yeah, no, and they're they're in a similar situation. And then you look at what Aaron Rodgers has done for them, but also, you know, kind of held them back in the last couple of years. I mean, they went to back-to-back NFC championship games, don't get me wrong, but then lost those games, couldn't get over the hump. And I feel like, you know, that time has just passed. It's it's just kind of like okay, they're maybe ready to move on to the next step. Now, what could that look like? You bring up Jordan Love. How much do they like Jordan Love? How much do they love Jordan Love? These are all, yeah, I feel like questions. Well, I think it's it's a mistake that they made down the stretch of the season,
1: which I guess the counterpoint would be they went on a run and were basically, they were playing in a playoff game, essentially in week 18 against the Detroit Lions. But you had an opportunity to play Jordan Love down the stretch of last season and actually see what you had. And having to go in relatively blind to this offseason in terms of who Jordan Love is as an NFL quarterback right now, I think is a really tricky situation for Green Bay. Because if you would have come out and Jordan Love would have played well at the end of last season, you would have no problem trading Aaron. You would have said, "Okay, we know for sure that we have our next guy and our next starting quarterback. I don't know if Jordan Love is an NFL starter right now. And as you mentioned, like it, it is a pretty much a mystery because you haven't seen more than, what, one half of football from Jordan Love in a meaningful game?
0: Yeah, and he's going into his fourth year, so you have a fifth-year option that you got to think about. Yeah. And this is a huge major offseason for the Green Bay Packers. So now let's go and look again at the report that Adam Schefter is saying that the Packers will explore the idea of trading Aaron Rodgers exclusively to the AFC. So you see that right there up on the screen. The Titans are an American football conference franchise. They They are are not in the (laughs) NFC. Let's take a look at quarterback needy teams in the AFC. The Houston Texans, the Indianapolis Colts. I think you've got to throw them into the mix. The Las Vegas Raiders, because of what they've said that they're going to do with Derek Carr and move on from him. You also have the Tennessee Titans, who have the 11th overall pick. I think you have the New York Jets, even though they've talked about hanging on to Zach Wilson. The Jets were really a quarterback away of really pushing for a playoff berth. You also have, I think, the Baltimore Ravens because the Ravens are unsure of what Lamar Jackson is going to be as they enter a contract year. And I feel like they're frustrated with that quarterback and his health status year after year. They missed the playoffs, you know, two years ago because of his injury. They lost a playoff game, valiant effort, but lost to the Bengals in the first round in the wildcard round this year. So you got four to five teams, but you also, I think this is the unique part about the AFC. Some of those teams that I named, like the Texans and the Colts, and even you know the Raiders and the Titans, they have high draft picks. They have all top eleven picks. Somebody's going to get Bryce Young. You know, somebody's going to draft C.J. Stroud. Somebody's right. probably even going to draft Will Levis.
1: Well, that comes back to the point of the Chicago Bears being at number one overall. They're probably not staying at number one overall. They have their quarterback and they have the pick. So that opens up a a whole nother world of possibilities for those teams that you mentioned to potentially move up and go and jump Houston, go and get their guy. Or is it the Texans that fall in love with somebody and want to make a pick at number one overall? Both the Texans and the Colts, I personally think are very well positioned to grab a quarterback in the draft where I would think Aaron Rodgers would be a much less likely scenario, Uh, but I could certainly see the Raiders. I could certainly see the Jets. I think they're legitimate contenders. Baltimore is a toss up because Baltimore is a lot like the Titans, uh, but in even in an even weirder spot because they do have the superstar quarterback. They just don't know if he'll be back or if he can stay healthy and they have to make a decision. They are very much at a crossroads in the direction of their franchise. But yeah, those five teams, I think in the AFC really are the ones that come to mind that have the quarterback question, have the draft capital to potentially make a move to go get a quarterback. And then also, uh, you know, some of them have the cap space to retain a big salary like Aaron Rodgers.
0: Yeah, and, you know, the Titans don't have that luxury. They, they're they going, Rand Carthon, when he entered the building, you know, he sat down at his desk and he looked at the books and he probably oh, was boy. like, whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> ah. so a lot of red. Right? Yeah, that that was eye-opening. So uh, there's there is going to be movement. Now, you can alleviate cap space with certain decisions this offseason. And Rand Carthon has signed zero Titans players on this roster, right? So there's really not a true affinity to any player because you're going in there fresh. So what we have, we've got a great question on the horizon for this chat that I cannot wait to get their scale. And Sam, I honestly, I don't know how you feel about this question either. But we also, and love them, hate them, and I have my opinion on both, But we've got uh, Colin Coward and I believe Nick Wright talking about the possibility of the Titans and Aaron Rodgers in a video that we want to play you guys. But first, I do want to tell everybody about Farm Bureau Health Plans. FBHP.com slash A to Z is where to go. Plan on them for health, dental, and vision, 200 plus locations across the state of Tennessee. FBHP.com. Slash A to Z. I switched my health plan last year. Man, am I glad that I did. I reap the benefit of free teledoc conferences that are included in my plan. I've got a contact allowance that I never had because I wear contact lenses. I've got free teeth cleaning now that I've been a part of the program. You know, Farm Bureau Health Plans has helped me in so many different ways and it can help you take a quick health assessment, get a quote today and switch your health plan that's Farnborough Health Plans of Tennessee. Today's show is powered by
1: BetMGM, the king of sports. Zach, you alluded to it earlier, but it is BetMGM. Light the lamp Wednesday. Place a $25 wager on any NHL player to score a goal tonight, and you get $2 in free bets for every goal scored in that game up to $16 if you get eight goals scored in the game and it's a five to three game you get $16 in free bets all you have to do is opt in to light the lamp Wednesday in your bet MGM app you can earn up to $16 in free bets for every goal scored in the game on top of your original bet this could also include your player prop hitting if you are smart enough to uh, pick out who is going to light the lamp on this Wednesday with bet MGM
0: A to Z Sports, let's take it to the film, to the video. Uh, Courtesy of FS1 and Colin Cowherd, talk to Nick Wright about this topic. What we've known so far and what the report from Adam Schefter was yesterday is that Aaron Rodgers, that he has confirmed that the Packers will explore, quote-unquote, the idea of trading the quarterback, Aaron Rodgers, exclusively to the AFC, so will not try to create competition for themselves in the NFC as they try for a a championship. But Cowherd and Nick Wright of Fox Sports 1 went back and forth and talked about the Titans regarding Aaron Rodgers.
2: Mike Vrabel played with Tom Brady. He is absolutely one of the smartest coaches in the league. He knows the importance of the position. And he's now in a conference... Where Trevor Lawrence looks like a top five quarterback. Yeah, he's in a conference with Mahomes and Allen, yep. and Burrow, and Herbert, yep, and Trevor Lawrence. All the good young guys are in. Yeah, and Bryce his Young's way. about to be there. That's right. And Vrabel is going to get on the phone after this season because there's no dead cap hit for Tannehill, and he's going to say, "Aaron, get the f down here." Oh, it's Aaron. Nashville. I thought you were going to say he's going to try siding Tom. No. Because you said he was friends with Tom. Aaron. So he's going to say Aaron. He's going to play to his vanity. Mahomes, Burrow, Herbert, Trevor Lawrence. I need you. He understands quarterback. Aaron's never had great defenses in no. Green Bay. The one year he did, they won it. So Green Bay simultaneously would take a hit but because they're not paying Jordan Love anything. They could afford it. They can't afford to cut him. That's impossible. That's right. But they can trade him. They can trade him, and it doesn't kill him.
1: So that's from the Colin Cowherd podcast right there, Zach. That's the first time that you've seen that. So uh, just your initial reaction on Colin Cowherd and Nick Wright having the discussion. Aaron Rodgers to the Tennessee Titans via trade
0: this offseason? I mean... I don't hate it. <laughs> I don't hate it. You know, Cowherd, uh, and here's my here's my opinion on both of those guys. We got opinion. You know, everybody has an opinion on us. That's just the the job, right? I think Cowherd used to be one of my favorite announcers, broadcasters. His show at ESPN was phenomenal. And then I definitely think like sometimes you get to a point you sell out, you move to LA, and now he hitches his wagon to to more LA sports. And some of his takes I agree with. Some of them I think that are crazy and don't make sense. And Nick Wright is the exact same way. I like Cowherd better than I do Nick Wright. But in this situation, in this discussion, I do think it makes some sense of what Con Cowherd is trying to say. The AFC South is just going to get better with time now that Trevor Lawrence has proven that he's grown up a little bit he hasn't grown up a lot he's grown up a little bit though right winning the game at the end of the season against the titans to get into the playoffs winning those essentially seven straight games to close out the season beating the chargers in dramatic fashion and then really holding his own against the kansas city chiefs in the divisional round so you've got that to contend with you do have the possibility of Bryce Young. Now, we talked about earlier, Sam, you mentioned the Bears have the first pick. So it's not a done deal that Bryce Young is going to the AFC South. But it could be presumed. But Aaron Rodgers in two-tone blue, I definitely think, and this is where Coward was coming from, would help Mike Vrabel. Mike Vrabel has been in this pattern the last couple of years, whether the first seed in the AFC two years ago or missed the playoffs they They have not been Super Bowl true Super Bowl contenders with the way that they played. And so it does make sense. I, I can't I can't lie there.
1: Yeah, I, I mean, I think that there is something there, uh, especially when you look at what the Packers options are, and Nick Wright kind of alluded to it at the end of that video, cutting Aaron Rodgers is not an option with the amount of guaranteed money that he has left, but you would also assume one that Aaron is probably done over there. And two, as you and I talked about earlier, Zach, they're ready to move into a, a long-term more sustainable option at quarterback uh, get out from the cap hit that their quarterback currently has and reinvest in the rest of their roster. They have some good young wide receivers and Romeo Dobbs and uh, Christian Watson they have a good defense for the most part with a lot of very good pieces over there. They, they like A.J. Dillon. Aaron Jones is still there. He needs a new contract this offseason. And you have Jordan Love at quarterback. That gives you some cap space now to mess around and fill out your roster with some other guys that can impact uh, your team and still have a very good team next year without investing, you know, 40 million dollars into the quarterback position, which is what they currently have. So if they want to do that, a trade is on the table. Mike Vrabel gets the quarterback that has that he's never really had as an NFL head coach. Aaron Rodgers gets the defense that he hasn't really had in the last decade since he did win the Super Bowl with Green Bay. And uh yeah, so Maybe it makes sense on both sides. So that brings us to our our first question here uh, this morning, Zach.
0: Yeah. That, side note. What is Nick Wright doing? I don't like, know. I don't know. I, I I was gonna save that for shade, but like, what are you doing, pal? Well, you you're in a nineteen eighty four mob movie? I, I, <laughs> <laughs> His look
1: is is very. Fun. I remember when Nick Wright. First got a gig, I believe it was on NFL Network, uh, which his first TV gig, he had been on Fox Sports Radio for the longest time. And he had made an, a, a self-deprecating joke about like, yeah, I'm definitely a face for radio type of guy. I'm surprised they let me on the, the television. Well, at least
0: you admit that. He didn't dress that way. Uh, and John brings up a little bit of lunch money. He says, watch the Pat McAfee show, which Aaron Rodgers is on. Uh, consistently hints about the Titans several times mentioned structure rebuild situation you also have to take into consideration john that aaron Rodgers is a flirt like he knows what's going on he knows exactly he's, what he's he, doing <laughs> he's too aware so now let's get this chat involved i cannot wait to hear you guys' opinion on a scale of one to ten how much would you want the titans to trade for aaron Rodgers? where there's no there's no Stipulations, there's no you know, guaranteed certain amount of picks. This is just a general want question. On a scale of 1 to 10, how much would you want the Titans to trade for Aaron Rodgers? That's what we we're asking you guys. The chat is flowing in already, which we man. absolutely love. So Sam, I'm about to send you to the chat to get some numbers on a scale of 1 to 10. 10 being sign the man right now. You can't, you got to have to wait, but because of the the season, but one, no, buyers beware, traders beware, don't do it. We already heard the report of Adam Schefter and the Packers seeking to trade if they were to trade Aaron Rodgers to the AFC, not the NFC, scale of one to 10, how much would you want the Titans to trade for Aaron Rodgers? Sam, what's the chat saying?
1: All right, we got... uh... We got Steven coming in with a three. We got Bama Brad at a six. Grim Jim's at a four. Jordan's at a three. KG's at a five. Devin and Kevin both at a one. Major Key says seven. Andre says four. Nicholas Rogers is a negative 10. Could not be more against the idea. Wow. Guy Mann says nine. Brian says one. Clayton Smith, our first 10 that I'm seeing here. Uh, Let's see. We got Michael Snyder is a 10. Tim Coyle is a four. Blake, easy 10. DeMario's a seven. Ronnie says 5.4. Brent says one. Couldn't afford his salary, $50 million, and field a competitive team. Troy says one. Myro says eight. Cyrus is six. Danny seven. Tiffany is at six. Charles is 10. Colby is nine. We're all over the place. We are all over the place. The chat is, let's see if you and I are. So, Zach, one to 10. How interested would you be in the Titans trading for Aaron Rodgers this offseason?
0: I'm at a hard nine. Hard nine. You're up there. You Damn. are up there. Tens in this world are hard to find. But when you find a hard nine, man, you go up and talk to her. <laughs> you say, hi, how's it going? Nice to meet you. My name is, what's your name? Hi, you're Aaron Rodgers. Nice to meet you. Hard nine. That's what it is. I I, I won't go 10 because of... There are some things that you have to look at. You've got to look at Ryan Tannehill's contract. You've got to look at your cap situation. You've got to look at what you're willing to give up to Green Bay. You also have to look uh, look at what... Aaron Rodgers is willing to do to kind of restructure and maybe renegotiate after. I mean, who knows? Like, and then we'll talk about this later on in the show, which is how many years you have left with Aaron Rodgers. If you do trade for him, you're not going to trade. I think the traders, the, the, the trade package with Ryan Tannehill is kind of obsolete. I think that, The Packers are still gonna would rather go to war with Jordan Love for a lesser amount and try to rebuild in another way under Jordan Love than trade for Ryan Tannehill. So I think that Ryan Tannehill, Taylor Lewan, Bud Dupree, Robert Woods would all have to be just cap casualties that you were kind of situationally setting yourself up to. Going to be anyway, though, right? I right, mean, well, well, now, but now they're solidified. Now you have no yeah. choice, right? You have some choice on a couple of those guys, to be honest. Um, but I'm at a hard nine, baby. I think this is the best. And I've waited, I've held my tongue to you know, it's January 25th. Since the Titans season ended in early January, I've kept my mouth shut on my feeling on on what I think about Aaron Rodgers. I love this idea. I think it checks a lot of the boxes that the Titans have been unable to check. I think it immediately gets you competitive in your conference. Now you can compete with the likes of Burrow and the likes of Mahomes and the likes of Allen. You now have the benefit of the Jags playing a number one schedule. They're going to play all of those teams next year because they won the division. Ooh, I don't know if Jacksonville is going to be able to get through that. Maybe Lawrence has a, a step back year three. You have got to fix your offensive line. And here's the hard pill to swallow. You're going to have to give up your first round pick to go get them. I mean, that's just what's going to be the case. The Packers aren't just going to trade their franchise quarterback away for nothing. But I love this idea. I'm at a nine. I think this is a game changer. And I think the Titans now can officially go compete for a Super Bowl. Yeah, I
1: think the uh the draft pick is difficult, but you said no like no draft pick stipulations, right? Like th- taking that off the table. Even with that, I was ready to come on here and talk about why it wouldn't work and it couldn't work and I didn't feel like it was the right fit because of the contract that everybody is has been talking about about the guaranteed money that he's owed and the cap hit. Zach, I'm looking at Aaron Rodgers' contract right now. His cap hit is $31 million in 2023. 13 million of that was a signing bonus that has already been paid to him up front by Green Bay. So in a trade, he would the Titans would be on the hook in 2023 for about 18 million. Now you talk about cutting Ryan Tannehill. The Titans retain seventeen point eight million dollars in cap savings if they cut Ryan Tannehill next season, and Aaron Rodgers is owed about eighteen million against the cap. That kind of works. That tell me where works. to
0: sign, Sam.
1: And tell you know, me where to sign. Even looking into the future, he has a $40 million cap hit next season, but $8 million of that is coming out of that signing bonus, meaning the Titans would be on the hook for $32 million. If he is elite Aaron Rodgers and is the quarterback you know he can be, you'd happily pay $32 million for him, given what you were uh, set to pay Ryan Tannehill. I'm at an eight. I am at an eight because I I do agree with you. I think of all the veteran moves the Titans could have made, could make this off season. This is probably the best fit. I didn't like Tom Brady. I still don't like the idea of getting Tom Brady here because he can't move. Aaron can 39 years old. He can still move around. He can still manipulate a pocket and extend a play. He's still not afraid to take a hit uh, and he can make those tough throws. I think it would be, would be great for some of your younger weapons, your Traylon Burks and Conquos, to have a, a legendary quarterback in their offense that they can then gain some chemistry with, develop and do some elite pass catchers in this league with. And I just think the combination of what it costs you, what he brings to the table, the overall window of the Titans very much fits Aaron Rodgers at this point. I don't think they're in a five more years of Super Bowl contention. I think, though, if they keep Derrick Henry and they keep a lot of this intact, you can sell me on two or three more years of let's go for it, and if it doesn't work, we blow it up and we start over. You can sell me on that, and you can sell me on that even more with Aaron Rodgers as your quarterback for the next two or three years Knowing that you have that position figured out, regardless of how old he is, I'm at an eight, and I'm getting a little fired up for it. The more yeah, that we're talking you, you about, look, you're
0: looking harder at that hard nine, though.
1: That that cap th- that cap number was was huge. I do think the biggest question, Zach, is is the draft picks right? Is what it costs you in draft capital because. You have more issues than just quarterback. You have to fix your offensive line. You have to fix some of these other issues uh, with your team. You have some impending free agents. They're going to need draft picks to do that. And if you're giving up a first rounder or a first rounder and then some, how realistic is that or how smart is that uh, for your roster, knowing that you probably can't build um, an elite roster around Aaron Rodgers right now if you're giving up your draft picks to get him?
0: Yeah, but, you know, that is the risk. There's a risk in anything you do. There's a risk in drafting a young quarterback in the top 10. There's a risk in trading away your top 11 pick for Aaron Rodgers without an offensive line. Uh, Noah brings some lunch money. He says, regardless of how everyone feels, the trade would ultimate is the ultimate win-now move. Can't talk about wasting the window and hate this trade. And, Noah, I agree with you as you sprinkle some in the lunchbox. I I think that that is, that is the move. It is telling your fan base that the Tennessee Titans want to compete. They want to win the Super Bowl. They're willing to do what it takes. You know, here are the pros and cons of it. Here's the pro. We've seen in recent history really good quarterbacks go to other teams and win. Matthew Stafford, the years and years he played for the Detroit Lions – traded away, wins the Super Bowl with the Rams. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers, Tom Brady, moves away, wins the Super Bowl with the Bucks. Peyton Manning did that with the Denver Broncos. Now you also have the Russell Wilson complex. This didn't work after year one. That was, I mean, it was atrocious. They fired their head coach because of it. It did not work whatsoever. And now the pick that you traded away for, the Denver Broncos is the fifth overall pick going to the Seattle Seahawks and you can't do a damn thing about it so you don't want to put yourself in that situation but man this sets you up to win now here's the other con so you you win now here's the con and Troy says that's where uh he's out on the draft picks I don't know if that's where you're going but the,
1: I do want to get to this comment by Troy because yeah so I'll, I'll let you do your con though
0: well, I'm gonna say the con is the timing of opening the new stadium. Where's your franchise gonna be when That's you open really in 2026? Call. That's a really you have good to call. put everything on the table. This is not a conversation of. And look, I had no idea what you were gonna say. If you were gonna say a three, I was gonna my eyes were gonna be a lot wider. But you said eight because of the context of what this is. The the Green Bay Packers, it says, they have a potential out after this past season. This is their potential out. And if they take that, the Titans can take advantage of it and the Packers can take advantage of it. But it's going to cost you draft picks that you earned after, I don't know, like I also looked a little differently about the draft picks. I all I saw I thought that they should lose to the Jacksonville Jaguars. I that was the best case scenario. I I didn't think the team like that wasn't their mindset. But after the dust settled, that was the best case scenario because now the Green Bay Packers are more willing to do the deal with the 11th overall pick in the NFL draft compared to, you know, I, I don't know if you beat the Chargers, but compared to where the Jacksonville Jaguars are picking, which is 25.
1: Yeah. Well, so let's talk about Troy's comment here because I do think that this should be everybody's mindset, right? I think you should be open to this if you've been somebody that says, Wasting the window, wasting Henry's prime, Simmons rookie contract coming to an end. Do something with it, right? If you're one of those people, this is the trade for you. But I think everybody needs to keep in mind the draft capital that could be going back green base way. Zach, I don't remember where I saw this, so I can't cite it exactly. I saw they were asking two first round picks. That's what I saw. And if that's the price, I'm out. I'm all the way out because while I think it fits the window of the Tennessee Titans right now this two or three year window you can't give up your first this year and your first next year for Aaron Rodgers a 39 year old quarterback when your roster is not championship ready if this was the bucks or the rams it's different right the bucks and the rams had the weapons they had the offensive line so, unless you either can build that or feel confident that you can do what the Buccaneers did, which is basically uh, break the NFL and turn it into the NBA super team where everybody signs for $2 million just to go play for Tom Brady, unless you can do that and replicate that in Nashville. Where is, where is the rest of the roster coming from? And, and like, I'm less. So what are you going to do?
0: F- so uh, I get it. That's a very valid point of two, two first round draft picks. And now you have a different guy picking them, right? You don't have yeah. John Robinson. And that, who right. And that's a factor too for me. Like you have to rank, you're going to hire Rand Carthon and
1: then be like, uh, and then, Like, I mean, I guess he would be the one doing it, but then just opt not to pick in the first round for two consecutive seasons. Like No, because you have Aaron Rodgers. That's your splash. New GMs like to pick. They like to draft, especially talent evaluators
0: like Ran. But um, not often do you get an opportunity to trade for Aaron Rodgers. You know, the Bucs got Tom Brady. Now, granted, they didn't trade for him. It was a free agency move because his contract had run out. But the Bucs rallied around Tom Brady for the last, you know, they had him for three years. They won the Super Bowl the first year. They got to the divisional round and played a bad game, to be honest, against the L.A. Rams Almost won that game, too. And they almost came back and won if it hadn't been for bad defense against Cooper Cup at the end of that game. And then this past year, they were a shell of themselves. So that was their window. But Tom Brady's also 45. He's not 39 when he went to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. So there's more meat on the bone, and that's kind of what we're going to talk about here uh, in a little bit. Grim Jim throws some lunchbox money and says, is there a first-round draft pick that can immediately impact the Titans like Aaron Rodgers can? So I'll ask you that, Sam. Don't answer that. But Grim Jim brings up a good question. I would even further to say, is there a first-round draft pick in the next two years? that can immediately impact the Titans like Aaron Rodgers can to go to your point. So sit on that, think about it and get your answer ready. Cause I'm curious to hear what you have. To I've say. got it. I've but got I am going to tell everybody about Wilson County Hyundai. There's a first round draft pick your perfect make and model, which is Wilson County, the Palisade third row at third, third row seating, full size SUV. They also have the Sonata, the Elantra, the Santa Fe, the Tucson, the battery powered IONIC. If you're going for non fuel efficient vehicles and battery powered vehicles, that's the IONIC. Wilson County Hyundai, it's a quick trip down I 40, exit 236. Simple. You go there, you test drive a, a, a SUV or a car, and they will hook you up with a great price. Painbone, his fa- family owned and operated. Painbone owns Wilson County Hyundai, good friend of the show. He will make sure you are in a great ride. That's WilsonCountyHyundai.com. Today's show is powered by BetMGM,
1: and it is BetMGM Light the Lamp Wednesday. Place a $25 wager on any NHL player to score a goal in their game tonight, and you get $2 in three bets for every goal scored in that game. That's completely separate from your player prop bet but every goal by either team by any player scored in that game gets you two dollars in free bets up to 16 dollars. all you have to do go to betmgm betmgm app opt in to light the lamp wednesday in the app to uh get that deal so get betmgm they are the king of sports books for a reason they are powering our show this morning and every morning here at a to z
0: sports all right, Grim Jim asked this. Is there a first round draft pick that can immediately impact the Titans like Aaron Rodgers? Two part question. Is there a first round draft pick that can immediately impact the Titans like Aaron Rodgers? Is there two first round draft picks that can immediately impact the Titans like Aaron Rodgers? Both questions I do think are valid because you may have to do one of the or both.
1: Well, yeah. So, yes, would be my answer. I just don't think there's one at the position, or I guess to make your point at the 11th overall pick, I'm not sure there is one. I think Jalen Carter and Will Anderson are generational defensive players that are going to be staples of the defense of whoever they end up on. I think Parrish Johnson is a left tackle that you hope falls to you at 11 that, you know, you can just plug and play, which has an impact on your roster, but, nobody's more impactful than a quarterback. I mean, that is the premium position. So I would say no, in that sense, in terms of two years from now, uh, I think Caleb Williams and Drake may are two of the better draft prospects. We've seen in the very but long, if you time, have Aaron so.
0: Rodgers, here's the problem with that Sam though. If you have Aaron Rodgers, you're probably not going to be picking 11th. Oh, you shouldn't be picking 11th at, at least. So if you don't, have Aaron, Rogers, if you you don't have Aaron Rodgers, or if you don't have Aaron Rodgers, no, two years from now, you're going to have Ryan Tannehill and you're probably not going to be picking 11th either because he usually, if right. healthy, sits you there and gets you to the 18th or 22nd pick. Which, Right, which is
1: the, the issue that the Titans have right now, which brings us back to the window thing that we were talking about, right? Like their roster, they're not doing a rebuild. Rand Carthon made it clear
0: they're not doing a rebuild in this press conference. Uh, Sunday, actions speak louder than words, I would say. You can sit here and spew whatever you want at opening introductory press true. conferences. You can clap all you want. You can wear the nice sneaks. You can wear the nice suit. It's all smiles, hugs. Well, and You can call Miss Amy, Miss Amy, however many times you want to call her Miss Amy. But I, actions speak louder than I did words, Sam. I've been through too vibe. many of them. I'm telling you.
1: I did not get the vibe that Rand is interested in a rebuild yeah. at this point in time. You don't know what direction he goes, but if they don't rebuild, if they try to retool, even if it's without Ryan Tannehill and with whoever it might be Trey Lance, whoever this team is too good to lose enough games to put you in a spot to draft another franchise quarterback. And, it, and you're too good right now to put you in a, a great draft spot to draft at the top of the draft and spark the rebuild. You have too much talent. Like So if you're keeping Derrick Henry on the roster, if Jeffrey Simmons is back and Kevin Byard is back and Thierry Tart is back and you have Chico Conquo and you have Traylon Burks and you've got talent all around the football field, you have to either fill in the holes around them or – rebuild around some of those younger core pieces. I think Aaron Rodgers is to your point the best hole fill at quarterback. He is the best option to make them a contender immediately without mortgaging too much of their future and without making them too mid, I guess would be the word.
0: Yeah, there you go. There, that's a that's a good generational word yeah, for mid. Our- our young guy Sam. I'm going to talk about that's my shade is on myself. So Brian is using expletives, so
1: I'm actually not going to show it. But he, he's saying the Titans are too good. Yeah, the Titans are too good to pick top five in the draft. That like they have two. They're not going to go. To, they're not a terrible
0: a, team, and they're not a great team. Yeah, they're an that's average my point. Team.
1: They 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 are not in a spot where they can say we'll run it back, we'll stink, and we'll pick at the top of the draft next year and punt on the quarterback position. They're not going to be in the top five picks. Like they're probably going to yeah. win seven games, eight games, miss the playoffs and be in the same meddling position that they've been in. If they continue to do what they're doing. Right. So, so you, why, why not trade for Aaron Rodgers? Right. So that's what it comes down to. of Do you go for Aaron Rodgers? Which in your opinion, in my opinion, is that push for, all right, let's maximize Derrick Henry. Let's maximize the years of Kevin Byard's contract. Let's kind of make something happen right now. Or do you rebuild? Which I think is less likely at this point. So, uh, but I think you have to do one of the two because if you just sit in the middle again, it's going to be another frustrating year where you don't have an identity and you don't have direction.
0: All right, we're going to get to our next question. uh, But some lunch money. Andre says, I get the idea. I'd rather get a young quarterback on a rookie deal that can put talent around them and grow rather than two years and blow it up with Aaron. And so that's Andre's opinion about how many years we're about to get more opinions there. Noah says, yes, there is. If you trade up for one of the big two, but a big part of that impact is low cap hit low cap hit for multiple years. So the Titans can add pieces around them talking about Bryce young and CJ Stroud. Right. I, I don't think that Levis is in that. Um, can the Jets trade Wilson plus picks for Rodgers and Jones? Ryan brings that up for the Jets. There are multiple teams in the running in the AFC. So it's not just, no. you know, we're talking about the Titans, but you know the Jets, the Raiders, the Colts, uh, the Texans, the Ravens. There are other teams that could be in this running. The uh, Andre then, then says, look at the playoff quarterbacks now. We either make a move this year or ditch Tannehill, roll with Malik, And he either makes a big jump or you pick at the top next year. Now, Malik Willis. uh, That,
1: you know, that is, that's the, well, I know. We know how we both feel. I think that. Rand
0: Carthon doesn't have any affinity towards Malik Willis. He's he's a he's a quarterback that was picked by the previous GM. But, but to Andre's point, I do think
1: you're seeing front offices consider doing this and I think you might see a couple of them actually do this, uh, namely Carolina who I could see starting Matt Corral at quarterback next season just in a hey, maybe he's maybe he's great and maybe he's like the quarterback we've needed, he's injured, we don't know what he has, and if he stinks,
0: we're at the top of the draft, we draft Drake May and like that is the They're just kicking the can, though. The Titans aren't in a position to... You don't want to go backwards and kick the can. The Panthers have been kicking the can for the last several years. They've been wasting their years. They're wasting their franchise currently. If there is a time to kick the can, I will say, if there is a
1: time to kick the can, it's now. Because scouts and most draft people evaluate next year's quarterback class much, much, much higher then they do this. But you
0: year. gotta be in that top five, or
1: you're screwed. Well, that, but that's the idea, right? If you're starting Malik Willis for 16 games, and you know he either elevates his game and then you have it figured out, or you're probably gonna
0: suck. And that would really get the fan base. Wait, okay, Rand Carthon comes in here, cuts everybody, cuts Lawan, drafts uh, a left tackle, rolls with Malik Willis, cuts Robert Woods, and Robert Woods... I mean, Malik Willis can't even throw to your first round pick, Traylon Burks. That is the one year
1: year of suffering in exchange for what you believe to be a franchise difference, like franchise quarterback. So, I I mean, I'm not saying that's what I want to happen. I'm just making Andre's point for him that that is a direction that you can go. You'd rather roll out Dobbs. A not practice squad guy. Not if you're trying to lose. Not <laughs> well,
0: mean, yeah. So, but like, what are we doing here, right? Uh, let's get to this next question. Steven says, What about trading Big Jeff and a first for Rodgers instead of two first round picks? I'm I think you, you get more for, for Jeffrey Simmons in that sense. You're trading Jeffrey Simmons to a team that already has a quarterback that's trying to go for it, that's willing to sacrifice. I mean, I ask for multiple first round picks for Jeffrey Simmons. He's a generational talent. Yep. So, if you're really trying to rebuild, that's what you do. You have the 11th pick, you have another pick, and you have two picks next year. You have four first round picks over the next two seasons and don't have Big Jeff. But I did want to read Steven's comment before we move forward. All right. How many good seasons could the Titans get out of Aaron Rodgers? Andre, before in the chat, said two. This honestly is eye opening. So we're going to get to your comments. How many more good seasons could the Titans get out of Aaron Rodgers if they did in fact trade for Aaron Rodgers? But Sam, I am going to allow you to talk to the fine folks in this chat about the official injury lawyer of the Tennessee Titans. That's Houston Coleman that is hughes and coleman hughes and
1: coleman injury lawyers the official injury lawyers of the tennessee titans if you have been injured in a car wreck you need to call hughes and coleman and get your free case consultation their phone number for that call as easy as it gets it's 800-800-4600 pretty easy to remember They have the resources at Hughes & Coleman to go and fight those big insurance companies to get you every dollar that you deserve from your injury. So Hughes & Coleman, they've recovered over $1 billion for their clients in Tennessee and Kentucky over the last 30 years. Get that free case consultation. That's 800-800-4600 Hughes & Coleman Injury Lawyers Principal Office,
0: Nashville, Tennessee. It is eSports. We're powered by BetMGM. It is Light the Lamp Wednesday. Place a $25 wager on any NHL player to score a goal tonight and get $2 in free bets for every goal scored in that game up to $16. Just opt in. If you're already a part of BetMGM, you can opt in to Light the Lamp Wednesday in your BetMGM app. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. 21 years or older in Tennessee only. New customers offer all promotions are subject to qualifications, eligibility requirements, rewards issued as non-withdrawable free bets or site credit. Free bets expire in seven days from insurance for problem gambling support. Call the Tennessee Red Line at 800 889 All right, how many years is left in the tank for Aaron Rodgers? Good years, not in the tank. Good years. If in fact the Titans trade for Aaron Rodgers I'm just going to go through these real quick run through them Scott says two Brad says two Billy says two to three three from scoop Daniel says two Brandon says two Steven says two and a half two from Nick two can I get a two from Demetrius can I get a two from Shannon uh, I get a three from Shannon not a two three from Grib Jim two more seasons there from Steven Bama Brad goes three two from Deshaun Washington Caleb Jared Clayton says three. Michael says two. Valentino says zero. Three to four from Nate's burner. Two to three from Josh Brown. DJ goes three. Top tier goes three. One and a half from CJ. Aaron goes four. Six games from David Brown. Titan man says one. One to two from Jacob. So tons of comments flying in. Two from Danny. One from Corey. A lot are in the range of two to three where are you on this sam how many more good years for aaron Rodgers if in fact he is traded to the tennessee titans
1: yeah i think that's the right range right i think two to three is probably the right answer to two, three is like a range if i had to pick one i would say two unfortunately not three and the reason i say two instead of three I think there's a mental aspect to this that Aaron might be a little bit more mentally checked out than some of these other quarterbacks. Like you you mentioned Tom playing like 45 or whatever he is now 46 and he's still going and having re- relatively productive seasons and he was 43 whatever when he won a Super Bowl with Tampa Bay. But Aaron is not Tom Brady in terms of his love for football and his desire to be uh, great and keep playing. I think that he very much would be okay hanging it up uh, in the near future. And I think if things aren't going well around him, he's less likely to continue to, to go. So I, I just think the mental aspect of it puts me more at two. I do still think he has some good years left. I found it funny comparing Aaron Rodgers to Brett Favre, who, I mean, Aaron Rodgers has been compared to Brett Favre his entire NFL career. We mentioned Aaron just turned 39. When Brett Favre turned 39, he was uh he left the Green Bay Packers for the New York Jets, and he had three more seasons in him. Two with the New York Jets and one with the Minnesota Vikings. Had a bad first year with the Jets, but At age 40 in 2009, or sorry, one with the Jets, two with Minnesota. At age 40 in Minnesota in 2009, Aaron Rodgers threw for uh, Brett Favre, rather, threw for 4,200 yards, 33 touchdowns, seven interceptions, was a uh, finalist for the MVP, uh, made the Pro Bowl, took the Vikings to the NFC Championship game. So you saw Brett Favre do something similar at the age of 40, With the Minnesota Vikings, I think Aaron Rodgers has two, maybe three. I don't see him playing longer than that, though. Once he gets his guaranteed money and a bulk of his guaranteed money over the next couple of years, I don't think
0: there's much incentive for him to keep playing. Here's the hard comparison. You brought up Tom Brady. Tom Brady was in a different spot because his marriage was crumbling and he was holding on to what he had, right? Other things weren't pulling him away from the game. The game was pulling him back in, right? because he don't want to go back and not know what to do because he's been doing the same thing for the last 20-plus years and go through a divorce, right, with nothing to do. So that was, I think, pulling him, and I think is a continuing to pull him back in. I think his love for the game, obviously, there's value there. I think for Aaron Rodgers, though, I think impactful that you have to bring up is sometimes a change of scenery does ignite some, uh, something in somebody right? Uh, A new relationship is sometimes completely transforms a person, you know? And I think that could be Aaron Rodgers. He could come to Nashville or wherever he ends up going and maybe being a little bit more happy playing football, knowing that he could throw to Chigakonkwo and Traylon Burks instead of old ass Randall Cobb. I know they're friends, but he's old. <laughs> he know, loves like, the
1: handle Cobb.
0: Yeah, I know. Uh, and, but like, I, I, I think that that is why I say three is I'm hedging that a new, uh, a change of scenery will do him good. Sometimes when you move, you become happier because you're not doing the same thing. It's not monotonous, right? You're not doing the same thing over and over and over again. Sam, this is the reason why, I love what we've created at A to Z Sports is because everything is different every single day. We don't talk about the same thing. We don't go into a cube. Now I probably sit here at the seat a lot longer than I should on Zoom meetings trying to grow the business, right? Like, uh, but you know, we talk about stuff new every single day, and I think there's value to that. And Nashville, you know, Aaron Rodgers has been connected to this city, so there's something there. So I will say three years and that's why i'm at a hard 9 to trade for aaron rodgers if i'm the tennessee titans look i, I think if be
1: you far. believe you, i think if you believe you can get 3 good years for, from him that number makes sense like that 9 makes sense if you believe there's 3 good aaron rodgers seasons left in the tank i do think you make a good point about monotony and you know a, a change of scenery sparking something I think that while that's true, just from what I've gathered from Aaron's personality, um, from his off-the-field interests, I do think there is a bit of, in order to really capture that with him on the Titans, I think it has to work the first year. Like I think if he shows up, he's excited, he goes through training camp, he's got a new energy about him, and you go eight and nine, and he's frustrated with his wide receivers and his offensive line and his offensive coordinator. I can I I can see how that the mental side of those things would start to um wear him down a bit. Uh let's just start the controversy or the I guess the the I don't know, the rumor right now, Nathaniel Hackett, Titans offensive coordinator to yeah. go with Aaron
0: Rodgers Aaron <laughs> here. But definitely not the head coach. Um, All right. Well, look, this is, I think, been a productive conversation on Aaron Rodgers. We're going to have more of these as the offseason goes on and the rumors get heavier and heavier. Now it's time to throw shade like we do every single Wednesday. Get your shade ready. ready. My I have an old man shade. Uh, Sam, I'm getting older. Uh, I don't like this. But uh, and but I, I do think it's something that other people have experienced. But I experienced this last night. And it's like, man, my old ass is complaining about this, but it's just the facts. So we will, we will get to throwing shade. But first, I'm going to tell everybody about the Bone and Joint Institute. They've got a, a state-of-the-art facility down there in Franklin, Tennessee. Don't fumble on your recovery. The Bone and Joint Institute, right there in Franklin. They got satellite locations across the state of Tennessee. They're hooking you up. If you got a shoulder, a hip, a turned uh, ankle, whatever it is. They've got the specialists to help you. That's the Bone and Joint Institute right down there in Franklin. They're trusted by A to Z Sports. They help us do doc talks. They are awesome. That's the Bone and Joint Institute all throughout Middle Tennessee.
1: Today's show is powered by BetMGM, the king of sports books. If you're looking to get into uh, the sports betting space, maybe earn yourself a couple free bets. BetMGM's got a great offer on this light the lamp Wednesday. It's light the lamp Wednesday where you can place a $25 wager on any player to score a goal in tonight's NHL games. And if that player scores a goal, you win. But even if they don't score a goal and your bet doesn't win, every goal scored in that game earns you $2 of free bets up to $16. So if there's eight goals scored in the game, you get $16 of free bets into your BetMGM account. And all you have to do to activate the offer is opt into the Light the Lamp Wednesday promo in the BetMGM app. So go ahead, get on the app, get with BetMGM for all of your sports gambling. Uh, they're sponsoring today's show, always sponsoring the A to Z Sports Morning Show. And uh, we love BetMGM. I love BetMGM. I've been, I've been hot on Bet MGM recently so yeah we oh. we like Bet MGM
0: right so now. no no shade on Bet MGM, but let's get our shade ready. throwing shade on a wednesday here with our titans reporter sam phelan on a to z sports morning uh you know connor you, you, there has taken a turn on my hoa and i'm pissed off i'm now actually looking for other property i'm getting the hell out of here i'm gonna rent this place out because the HOA's been ticking me off so damn bad. You can't even go to the HOA meetings. It's a dictatorship. And Bill, screw you, Bill. That's what I was saying. <laughs> screw you, Bill. There's my shade starting off hot. Let's read some shade and then we'll get to yours, Stan. Bill shade from in. the
1: HOA catching strays on a Wednesday morning. F you, Bill. Uh,
0: shade uh, on the cowboy. Uh I will say I had a trash situation. I pull up in our parking lot and I see Bill's dumbass right there uh, sitting uh, outside of my truck. And so I I roll my window down. I go, hey, you picking up my trash today, Bill? And as he's trying to talk, I just roll my window up. Oh, my goodness. I can't stand that dude. All right, (laughs) uh, we'll move on before I get even more upset. Uh, Shade on Cowboys, Brock Purdy, uh, has as many playoff wins as Dak Prescott. That's a tough scene up there in Dallas. Uh, Sean Gill says, my shade is on 30% increases of AEP added to the electric bill. Bill has been insane these last two months. That's never fun. Uh, Noah says shade on Murray State, the Murray State Racers. Fan base is salty. The Salukis swept them and uh, the players tried to start a brawl last night in the handshake line, trying to fight some fans. Ooh, I did not see that. That is crazy. Uh, Clayton says shade on people saying The Last of Us is a zombie show, not zombies. The fungi taking over the brain. So he's getting weird right there, Clayton, in the comments, t- talking about uh, zombies and, I think, mushrooms. Um, let's see. Throwing shade, chin, and sharp this week with the antics at the Lakers game. Tons of shade. Jeff says shade on Vol fans from uh, the media saying the Vols beat three of the last four national champions. No one beat the programs you didn't beat in 2019. The Tigers, the Bama, and UGA just stop. Shade on M and M's getting rid of what spokes candle candy? Spokes candies.
1: Yeah the uh, the little M M&M. and M. You've seen the M M&M and M commercials with the the colored characters, right? Oh, really? Yeah, where it's like the red M and M's talking to the green M and M or whatever. They are. Uh, getting rid of these spokes candies.
0: It's too triggering, probably, to society. It,
1: there was some controversy. Really? Of course, there was. There was some controversy. That's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. And they replaced the spokes candies with Maya Rudolph, I believe is her name, as the new spokesperson for Eminem. But yeah, it, that was insane. That
0: the Eminem Somebody's the- triggered. Oh my gosh, it's offending my kids. Get out of here. <laughs> uh, Sam, what's your shade? All right, I have three shades.
1: I, I got a lot of shades. First one's on myself because I hurt my foot going for a run and I've been limping around for the last two days. And I feel like it's an old man shade, which is unacceptable, but I didn't stretch before and I did it to myself. I don't know what's going on, but it hurts a lot. So shade to myself. Shade number two goes to the Hollywood Foreign Press. I have a lot of issues with this year's Oscar nominations. <laughs> We're not going to get into all of it. I'm a little upset about it. So whatever that, that is what that is. This is the one I do want to get into details with though, Zach, because this is football related. I am throwing shade at the Josh Allen haters of the NFL world. This is something that has been rather triggering for me over the last day with the Buffalo bills, losing a game to the Cincinnati Bengals with Josh Allen, not playing well in the snow. They didn't have a good game plan. They got outplayed straight up. Joe Burrow, uh, you know, continues to be Joe Burrow come NFL playoff time. There is a narrative sweeping NFL media and sports media right now that Josh Allen is a playoff choke artist, that Josh Allen doesn't perform in the playoffs, that he has to step up his game and he's not the same guy when the bright lights come on and that now I have to like look at where he actually is in the hierarchy of NFL quarterbacks because of how he's played in the playoffs. Reminder to everybody, 2020 and 2021, these are Josh Allen's combined playoff numbers from his last two playoffs before this. 1,500 yards, 14 touchdowns, one interception, 300 rushing yards, one rushing touchdown, zero fumbles. 15 total touchdowns, one turnover. His team's average 30.2 points per game in playoff games. Where is this narrative coming from? I am sick of this recency bias in media where it's like, oh, he got beat by a good Bengals team. Well, he must be bad now. Is he top five in the NFL still? I don't know. Yes, he's still top three. You can put Joe Burrow ahead of him if you feel like it. He's a top three quarterback. He is going to continue to be a top three quarterback. Like, it, uh, it infuriates me to see this because like, yeah, the Bengals, the Bills didn't play well and they got beat. And uh, Josh Allen should get criticized for his performance in that game, but it shouldn't change the way we view a player that is at the very top of the league because they don't like win the Super Bowl every year. Like not everybody's Patrick Mahomes and Tom Brady.
0: Yeah, well, I think there's something to what you said and people just looking at the last game, but also you have the Bills stigma. The Bills have never won a Super Bowl. They went to four straight Super Bowls and lost, 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 and lost. He's supposed to be the savior. And then last year was unfortunate the way that they lost in the divisional round. But, yeah, he's a stellar quarterback, and he's got a long career. He's got to put them in – the Bills have got to win the one seed and get that bye and get closer to the Super Bowl and take this home field advantage in the AFC Championship game away from Kansas City. But I I agree with you. I mean, he's been stellar. I mean,
1: last year he's like – The game that he played against Kansas City in the divisional round last year was one of the best quarterbacked games ever. That's another stat I forgot to bring up. Last year's Josh Allen, for everybody still in the comments, you know, coming after him, the highest quarterback rating in NFL playoff history is 2021 Josh Allen. That's a fact. That is a... Statistical fact, he had five total touchdowns in that game against KC. And had the defense and Leslie Frazier not lapsed and let Travis Kelsey get free for 34 yards with 14 seconds and no timeouts on the clock or no timeouts left, the Bills are going to that AFC championship game and hosting Cincinnati last year, where they probably would have been heavily favored.
0: Look, good shade there. I think that uh we'll find out what Josh Allen can do in the future, but he's got a long career to to continue and, and get to the big game for the Buffalo fan base. Um, quick, there's old man shade. One thing I learned recently, and Tre- Trevor's joking about Steph- Stephen A., the Riz God uh, for Molly and Jalen. I didn't realize that the young the young people, the young folk – now I sound like an old man. Uh, <laughs> Riz means like to, like – it's game to hit on
1: it's, yeah it's game it's what's your game it's game I, I, I learned that like a few weeks ago I when don't I saw understand it on the my I don't even understand my own generation right of like some of the things that I'm like where is that coming from Where are we here's, coming old,
0: here's old man feeling last night I went to eat at like an authentic Mexican restaurant you know got a quesadilla rice and beans had an ice cold you know Modelo beer and I wake up in the middle of the night <laughs> oh no I'm chugging water. This is my third water of the morning. I, 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 like my the sodium, the sodium, the sodium is just getting to my bones. This is my old man shade on authentic Mexican. Literally, just taking a salt tablet to my face. I, I woke up in the middle of the night in hell, and I think it's because I'm getting older. I don't know if that's ever happened to you.
1: I have issues with that kind of stuff all the time. I have to watch my sodium intake. Like I I went to – I've had sushi one time in my life, and I went, and it was an all-you-can-eat sushi place here in Nashville, and I was like as bloated as I've ever been, like dealing with as many medical problems. All that soy sauce, like nonstop
0: all night, I like – I
1: didn't recover from that for like two days. That was a that was a long, like, yeah. That... So
0: I, I'm I'm wimping out. That's my shade on myself of you know complaining about too much salt, but it's the damn truth. I'm th- I'm still thirsty. And it was good. <laughs> I well. will say, like, the the food was good. I enjoyed it. Afterwards, I was like, man, that was good, authentic Mexican food because sometimes that's hard to find. But man, two twenty seven in the morning, it was not. <sighs> And so uh, I'm getting hydrated today. I got to drink a Powerade or water or whatever. So, all right, guys, a great show today. Thank you, Sam. Uh, uh, Once again, our Titans reporter, we had a great conversation about Aaron Rodgers. We'll have another great conversation tomorrow morning at 8 a.m. So get locked. And one thing we do want to ask you guys to do, and that is like the show before you go and subscribe to our channel on YouTube and like us on Facebook. Like the show before you go. And we will see you bright and early at 8 a.m. tomorrow morning. Adios.